This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 4th of February. In your Squeeze today, restrictions return to Victoria. A tiff in the halls of Parliament. Jeff Bezos takes a step back. And it's awards season. This is your Squeeze today. Late last night, Claire Premier of Victoria, Daniel Andrews, called a surprise press conference. What he said was that a 26-year-old man who had been working at an Australian open quarantine hotel had returned a positive COVID test result. What this has is a lot of implications. Firstly, restrictions are back for Victorians. Yeah, masks must now be worn in public indoor spaces. Private indoor gatherings have been reduced to 15 people. And also the lift in office worker numbers that was progressing this week, that's been paused. What Premier Daniel Andrews said last night was that they're treating it like the man who has picked up this case has the UK variant or another highly contagious strain, even though that hasn't been confirmed. Yeah, they don't know, as you say, whether he does have that UK strain of the virus, but they do know that he's visited plenty of places around Melbourne over the weekend before he had that positive result. Ramifications, Claire, also for the Australian Open. All those lead-up events have been cancelled today and 600-odd players and officials considered casual contacts are now isolating until they return a negative result. Yeah, the man who's delivered that positive test was working as a hallway monitor at the Grand Hyatt one of those Australian Open quarantine hotels. And so, of course, the impact across tennis will be significant today. What Daniel Andrews said is that he can't apologise for that, that the public health and public safety was more important. He also said that at this stage, he doesn't think the tournament, which is due to start on Monday, will be affected. COVID news for Victoria doesn't end there. In another quarantine hotel, Victorian health officials are working on a theory that the highly contagious UK strain of the virus travelled within a hotel, Claire, simply by opening the door of a room. Effectively, they think it jumped from one room to another. Yeah, this is guest-to-guest transmission and what seems to have happened is that an infected family of five, the viral load there was so high that it's possible that the virus was carried across the corridor to infect another guest, a woman in her 60s. There's 100 hotel workers that are being isolated and tested just to make sure. Uh, But yeah, this hotel quarantine system and also these infectious new strains are really vexing officials. Yeah, important to remember that the UK variant is not thought to be more deadly than the other strains, but it is obviously more transmissible. Likewise, over in Perth, it's been revealed that the quarantine hotel security guard, who also has the UK variant of COVID-19, didn't directly interact with the person authorities believe he contracted the virus from. There was lots of chatter yesterday, though, about why that guard wasn't wearing a mask. That's something that's now required in hotel quarantine of guards working on floors where people do have the virus. But uh, certainly at that point in time, it wasn't the advice of the infectious diseases expert, the ministers over there said. In good news, to round this out, that's a lot of information. There were no new cases again in Perth yesterday. 
There's nothing like a good old fight in the halls of Parliament, Claire, to remind us our politicians are back in Canberra. This one's been bubbling along for a while. Craig Kelly is the Liberal Party's member for Hughes, which takes in the south and southwestern suburbs of Sydney. He's been publicly advocating unproven coronavirus theories. He's raised doubts about the effectiveness of masks and he's expressed concern about vaccinations. When he bumped into Labor Deputy Leader Tamia Plibersek yesterday, she challenged him on it. Yeah, and wasn't it a big demonstration of a confrontation uh, that played out in the press gallery, as you say, in front of cameras as they were walking down the corridor, so captured for all to see, that saw Prime Minister Scott Morrison crack it with Craig Kelly, pulled him in for a meeting, told him to pull his head in. After that, Craig Kelly released a statement saying that he'll support the vaccine rollout. Yeah, it was a brief statement. Nonetheless, Labor leader Anthony Albanese has said that I hope that today sees an end to the information or disinformation from the member for Hughes. Back over to the West now, Claire, and at least 71 homes have been lost due to that fire burning in the Hills District outside of Perth. Yeah, that fire has now burned through more than 11,000 hectares of land. There were soaring temperatures yesterday again, winds though of 70 kilometres an hour and that really played havoc for firefighters. Reports overnight say that things are at a critical point. There are strong winds that are pushing the fire towards houses on the northern edge. So look out for more on that this morning. Yeah, the weather certainly hasn't been helping. Emergency warnings are still in place for all of those suburbs in the northeast of the city and some also in the metro Perth area. To the machinations involved in that proposal by our government to make Facebook and Google pay for news, Microsoft has now publicly supported the government's proposal. Might have something to do, Claire, with the fact that Google has threatened to remove or limit Australians' access to their service. So there's an opportunity for Microsoft's search engine Bing to fill what could be a very large gap. Yeah, that little company Microsoft might be the upstart (laughs) in this fight. They've cited that opportunity, as you say, and they're really going for it to try and kick through an advantage. They're not captured by this Morrison government proposal for a media bargaining code. But what their senior executive said yesterday is that they would be more than happy to sign up to it and pay for Australian news content. Google at the moment claims 94% share of internet search in Australia. Bing has just 3.7%. So it's got a big market opportunity there and it's willing to play ball. As I say, when you see a gap. From Microsoft to Amazon and Jeff Bezos has announced he'll be stepping down as CEO of the company he founded. He's moving into the role of executive chairman. He's not going far. Yeah, what the company yesterday said was that the move is more of a restructuring of who's doing what. He's not going away. He is going to still have a part in the sprawling company that it is and any new ventures that it does spring off into. But what he wants to do is spend more time focusing on his space travel business. That's a business called Blue Origin. He says it's the most important work that he's doing. He's also, as the second wealthiest person in the world, his fortune is 188 US billion dollars. He's expected to do more in the philanthropy space. He's going out with a bang clear. The company posted some 125 billion US dollars in revenue last quarter alone. It's incredible. Last quarter. Mm. Yeah, amazing. 
to the nominees, Claire, for the 78th Golden Globe Awards. They've been announced overnight, two months later than usual. But hey, that's the COVID way, I guess. Who we got? <laughs> uh, Netflix, like it's a wall-to-wall Netflix. They have taken out the most nominations across the board. On the TV side of The Ledger, it's The Crown, the latest series. Six nominations there, including for Best Series and Drama and also for the acting leads. And on the movie side, it's a movie called Mank. I hadn't heard about it. Uh, it's a no. Netflix production, six nominations for it as well. It's been given nods for Best Film, Drama and also for Best Actor, Gary Oldman. Looks pretty good. Also an Aaron Sorkin movie that I watched over the Christmas break. It's called The Trial of the Chicago 7. It got five nominations. It was really good. Okay, that amongst three other movies, of course, The Father, Nomadland and Promising Young Woman. I've heard a lot about all of them. Mm. Haven't seen any of them. Mm. All on the list. <laughs> Squeeze the day and one for Trivia Night. Today is the anniversary of Sri Lanka declaring independence from the UK. That happened in 1948. There you go. Uh, Today, a birthday for Facebook was born in 2004. When you look at that number, it's not that long ago and how dominant it is. And how much it's changed from what it was in 2004. Amazing. And put Squiz Shortcuts in your diary too. We've got a new episode out today. This one is a look at what's happening with the Australian economy. We explain some of those economic buzzwords, Claire. Yeah, that little thing, the economy. Uh, (laughs) We talk a lot about the health consequences of COVID as we have again today. So it's good to stack it up against that dual crisis, which of course is what's happening in terms of our livelihoods. Yeah, it affects us all. That's exactly right. We have a look at also what's being projected for the year ahead. So if you'd like to check that out, search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your preferred podcast app. A link is also in your episode notes. Enjoy your Thursday. Stay safe over there in the West and we'll be back tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.